it again. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, 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 it's your boy Real Talk More from the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. You know, we back at it again. Much love. Today's a beautiful Sunday. The weather's kind of nice. We got a special guest in the building, you know. Feeling good. I went to church. You know what I'm saying? I got good energy from church. It's a fact. And the crazy thing about it is this was a very um, a open church. So it was just like people from all walks of backgrounds. It was, you know, gay couples in there, interracial couples. You know, they had... Uh, gay pastors and it was it was crazy um because i never been to a church like that but the beautiful thing about it it was mad love and i was just like wow that's interesting that you know you come to a place where it's so many people that might feel shunned but it was just mad love and energy so i'm trying to keep that energy going you know what i'm saying as always i'm gonna have my people introduce themselves it's your boy cliff brockman now then our special guest what's going on it's steven st pierre actor comedian queens all day that's what's up. And also a fellow Zoe. <coughs> yes, sir. Sakpase. Sakpase. Naboule. We got the Zoes in the building. If they ain't know from the last name, St. Pierre, I mean, it's pretty so obvious. You know, you know, there's some St. Pierre's from like, you know, Trinidad. And, you know, you'll find a lot of like Toussaint's and a lot of mm-hmm. Haitian names yeah, that's yeah, also yeah. from the other islands yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you got to let them know. You know what I'm saying? All so, right. You know, tell us a little about yourself before we jump into the show. Um... Well, you know, y'all my people's from Queens, so, you know, grew up in Queens. My boy Cliff and Mom's here. Yeah, yeah, ball days, basketball days, (laughs) took us everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, pretty much grew up in Queens, went through, um, you know, high school, college. um, You know, not really knowing what I was going to do in life and stuff like that. But the last, like, five years, the path of my life took me to acting. So for the last four years or so, I've been an actor, comedian, and, you know, just kind of, like, just grinding and doing my thing here in New York, you know what I mean? Have you have you been doing any stand up like open mics and stuff? Yeah, I started off. I started off taking like a beginner act. I mean, bare bones beginner acting class because I didn't know what. Can we curse on this? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know what the fuck I was doing. Like, yeah. I, like I had no idea what the the acting was about. So I took like a beginner class, mm-hmm. and in that class, my acting teacher, you know, as I'm learning the craft of acting, he was like, you know, you're pretty funny. You have like good timing, yeah. like comedic timing. Mm-hmm. You should do take improv. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea what, I didn't even know there was like schools for improv. Like mm-hmm. I hadn't, you know what I mean? So I went to improv class and in an improv class, some girls like, yo, you're pretty funny. You should like do stand-up. Like, cause you tell like good stories and that would help in stand-up. Mm-hmm. So like in 2014, I was doing stand-up. That's where I started. Sad. I was like doing stand-up for like a good like year. Just like, you know, Greenwich Village, uh, Comedy Club, New York Comedy Club, Broadway Comedy Club. Like, I was out there just doing stand-up, doing it, doing it. But man, that shit is a grind. Yeah, I can imagine. You gotta be out there every night just grinding, no money. You know, they got things where it's like different clubs where you got to actually bring people just to perform. So it was like, wow, you know, crazy. a lot of politics stuff. And, yeah. you know, so like I was like, that ain't for me. Let me just stick to the acting and yeah. I could live my comedy through my acting like with, with like videos or or whatever short films I do. And I do a lot of sketch comedy now. So that's okay. how I kind of live with the comedies do sketch. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 So, you know, we're going to jump right into the show. And um, the first topic we're going to talk about is taboos in our community. Because I, I notice how, like, certain things that are acceptable in other communities, we kind of shun. Anything from, like, you know, 
fetishes to just like how we how we view sex how we view you know sexual partners like I heard a conversation like with two young Caucasian girls and she was just like you know oh man I met him at the bar and, and you know, an hour later we were sleeping together and I rocked his world crazy and, but the thing about it was her homegirl was like oh you're such a wild girl but it was love it wasn't like mm, a judgment mm-hmm, kind of thing mm-hmm. and stuff like that it was kind of cool yeah. and then she was saying like yeah and then you know We've been dating. We've been dating now for like eight months, and we're gonna get married. And it's just like wow, it's been popped and, off in the community. In our community, like yo, she's a hoe. You pull somebody from the club, she pop. You might pop a couple of more times, that's but it. that's not gonna yeah. be your future yeah. fiance. Yeah, you know I want my wife getting down like that. Is basically what you're thinking. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like I, I wanted to just discuss the taboos on like how we view things so differently, and like why we're so kind of like uptight about certain things. So. Question is taboos in our community. The sub question is when it comes to sex, why do people of our color have more hookups than others? Like fetishes, body count, time it takes to sleep with someone. We have our guests. That's a tough question. You know? <laughs> that's a real tough because I, I don't think there's no like definitive answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of speculation. Maybe like just how love is viewed in our community where it's not always something that's talked about. You know, like you growing up in your house as a kid, you're not told you lo- I love you a lot. Mm-hmm. You're not hugged enough for yeah. stuff like that. So growing up, you don't put that much value into the actual connection, emotional connection. It's about just physical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, with your friends, like, yo, I'm fucking. You're like 13. Niggas talking about you fucking already. And you're like, yo, I never <laughs> had sex yet. So now that's all you think about yeah. is, yo, I got to have sex. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that's the thing that makes me cool. That's what, like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think that could be one thing, but I'm sure there's many things. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. yeah, you know, you want to answer that? No, you go first. No, because to me, it's just like, I think... We don't vibe enough with an energy. We're, we're always, like, we always have to carry everything with rules and stuff like yeah. that. Like, you meet someone, y'all connected, and she's like, all right, I might give him buns in two weeks, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to give him head yet. Yeah, I yeah. might wait a couple of weeks to give him head so he don't think I'm too much of a freak. Yeah. And meanwhile, I was just like, oh, man, she didn't give me head. That means she whack. And it's like, we don't flow Just enough. let it go. You know yeah, go with it's, the it's moment. so much worrying about, you know, meeting these certain standards. Even fetishes, like, you'll see, you'll, you'll hear... Someone saying how, like, you know, their fetish is to do, you know, some dudes will be like, oh, their fetish is to, uh, you know, have their woman use a sex toy on them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then you'll find people from other cultures talk about it, like, oh, freely. Yeah, yeah, freely. Yeah, freely. yeah, yeah. They're sharing advice, like, like, yo, you should try this. It's just like any, and it seems like any time a dude do anything, you know, that's, that's, on the freaky side, oh, he's closet. He's a download mm. person and stuff like that. Oh, he's this and that. And then we, we apply so much pressure upon ourselves when it comes to that, that, you know, we can't have open, candid conversations. It's the judgment. And, and, that's and, why we're afraid of be being honest, judged. I think that's the reason why we have so much download activity because people in our community can't live as themselves. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Because so they got to sneak around and do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I think the stereotype of, 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 of how situations plays out, right? Like, if if you if you can go to the club and you fuck shorty on the first date, whatever, automatically you like, and you tell your man that you're like, damn son, that was a nice little pop you got, not knowing that you had feelings for it. You won't tell him, mm-hmm. like, yo, bro, mm-hmm. I really like this yeah. one. Like, yo, this, this wasn't just a fuck. I, you know what I mean? I could see something with it because your man gonna look at you crazy. Yeah, like, like yo, yo, you be in the first just, night. Like, we just met her a couple hours ago at the word. day party. That's a dub already. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what's crazy so, about that, right? And the reason why I say the energy kind of thing, because when you're younger, you think about the body count, you think mm-hmm. about how quick and stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, yo, Sometimes you can meet someone and y'all vibe is just crazy. The connection is just yeah, that yeah, real. It's, just crazy. it's organic. It's just like, yo, 
I know I just met her, the way we looking at each other, the vibe, the conversations yeah. we having, like, yo, not only am I feeling it for tonight, but I want to make sure this like, is something I, lock I can lock it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah I might want to lock it down. But the rule of thumb is just like, if you hear that he popped that night, she's a slut. She's a slut. She's a slut. She ain't she's a so now her equity is... Meanwhile, no. we out here popping as soon as we can yeah. all the time. Right, right. So we pop, girls slut. pop for they got poor body credit. Like they like a like four or five hundred, you know, credit score. Exactly. Right? They doing that early like that. Exactly. And, and, and and that's the crazy thing is just like, you know, why we why do we put that kind of pressure on ourselves and just not go with energy? I'm not sitting there saying we should go out sleep with as many people as yeah. can and stuff like that. But you know, the energy, the vibe, the feel that you get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like People in our culture, we hide things so much that that's why we kind of like sleeping with strangers mm-hmm. or, or, or you know, we messing up relationships because we're going to people and be like, yo, this person didn't meet certain criteria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stand yeah it's a fact. Like that. And I talk about it a lot because, you know, uh, like I'm like the type of person, like people talk to me for like advice and stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, especially like relationships like stuff like me that. Too. Like I mm-hmm. talk to like, especially like my female friends, I'm always like trying to give them that's advice on too. stuff, you know what I mean? And I'd be telling like, listen, y'all be having this long list. Remember that Chili show when she had that yeah. like that list of shit? That like, shit was yeah, bugged yeah, out. it was crazy. It was, was like a, C- a CVS receipt. That shit was so long. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'd be telling like, yo, you need to have like three things you absolutely can't tolerate. That's fine. You can't. But you know what I mean? And everything else is good. Is those people who have these long lists? In their mind, they'd be so put together, but yeah. they'd be lonely as hell. That's they're not happy. How, how many people? They're not happy. Not That's happy the key. They're not, they're not happy they're with themselves. A, they're acting. They're very. They're, they're Academy That's Award the key. winners. Academy yep. Award winners. Right? It was happy. Oscars last week. They should have been out there. How many girls you know with the long list, and then you ask them, "Oh, so how long you been in a relationship?" Well, I'm single right now. I'm trying and, to figure yeah. things I out. I haven't so met I, the right I one knew yet. That, I knew that already. I only asked this. Yeah. It's not to say that you can't have lists. You're supposed to have standards. But it's just like we live off of these BS lists. We make mm-hmm. these certain things, and then it's just like, yo. Because the end of the day, nobody's perfect. No, so exactly. you can't have a list looking for perfection. That's e- even the taboos of, of of sex, right? So you'll find that um, you you hear certain girls be like, yo, I don't do such and such, or you know, for instance, like you know, I had a, I had a conversation where I was with a, a a Caribbean girl and a dude, and the dude was just like, yo, I don't mind if. Uh, if a girl like um, licks my gooch, you know the gooch is the area. Yeah, between. a little yeah. little pocket yeah. between. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then if she wants, she could toss my salad. And the girl, she was a Caribbean girl. She was just like, "Oh, you're a homo. You're oh, this, wow. that, and the other." And this is my thing. You know, I've never had it done, but I'm not gonna hate on someone if they like it done. Mm-hmm. And my thing about it is, if you're close-minded with that kind of perspective, your dude you with. If he wants that done, he's gonna go get that done somewhere Someone else. else. Yeah, because you're not making it comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like you know. And then you always hear that that double standard where it's just like, you know, oh, women, especially Caucasian women, you know, give aura with no problems. They're mm-hmm. freaking stuff like that. I just feel like they don't have the hangups and the inhibitions that we have where yeah. it's just like, you know, how, if a friend call her a slut, she's joking and having a good mm-hmm. time. It's mm-hmm. not really judging people and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and another thing I feel is like, yo, in our community, we worry so much about what other people are doing in their bedroom. It's you know nobody's business for the so, most part. You know? yeah. Even 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 though we're all heterosexual males in in, in the um, studio, even when we're talking about sexuality and stuff like that, like as minority men, especially black men, you find out that someone's homosexual, and you get all uncomfortable, and people get riled up, especially mm-hmm. Caribbean men. And I'm just like, dude, 
that ain't got nothing to do with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So why they live their so, life, live yours. Why are you so wild up? Why, mm-hmm. why, yeah. why, why? I don't know if it's insecurities, insecurities or something. I don't know yeah. if it's just like it's so shunned in the community, but it's just like, yo, like I've, I've seen men get nervous and start sweating because an openly gay person comes within the vicinity or shares your space. I'm it's like, a lot dude, of, it's a lot of ignorance he's too. Not, it's you not like he's gonna, he's gonna hit on you. He's gay. You're probably not his type. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, sometimes I think with that when you're talking about that part, I think sometimes it could be an insecurity of they could be into that kind of stuff and now they're nervous that 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 that's might in the be room. exposed. Yeah, yeah they, they might, might be get exposed. exposed to it, you know. But the, the, um, the question that you asked, society—the reason why we always have to portray certain things and have a list and all that—because we feel obligated to be accepted by certain things yeah. instead of just doing it, like. If you if you meet a chick, I, I'm all, listen. We all in our thirties years, thirties now, right? Damn, if you man, meet a chick, on, listen. Shit. If you chill. Listen, huh? chill with that shit. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm an actor. Nigga. Okay. That's what's my age. <laughs> Some nah, people nah. don't want to uh, talk about the age. So sorry about that. Nah, but man. if if you are older man now, what you call it? If you fucked the girl on the first day, or you fucked on the sixty days. It don't What's matter. Difference? Yeah. It don't What's matter because if you fell in love, it doesn't. It, well, why does it matter? You think because she's you fucked on the first day she hoe? That connection might have just been that real. Yeah, and, and you know you what I mean. But it. society says if you fuck on the first day, she's a pop. It doesn't matter. That, 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 that's kid. Even, that's even though yeah. who says she's not really feeling you? Exactly. That's what she wanted yeah. to do exactly. with you. Even even if you're a serial first date popper, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, as a man, yeah. Your resume is still solid. That's yeah. a so fact. You don't gotta yeah. worry about yeah. anything like that. You I mean, it's a lot of double standards, kid. unfortunately, that yeah, you know women go through. It's like it's horrible sometimes. Yeah. So you know, another taboo is the body count situation. Yeah. Like you know, mm-hmm. like to me, body count when I was younger, when I was a kid, is just like yo, if she got fifty to a hundred, oh, oh man, oh, she's just that, you know. And yo, people people accumulate bodies just like you accumulate bodies and stuff like that. Like to me, I don't even worry about that stuff like that. You kind of want to know what kind of person is living their life because it affects you. You know what I'm saying? Especially if y'all having unprotected sex. But body counts and stuff like that, like, you know, why are we so hung up on that? What do you think? Uh, I think it's about like how much people, you know, like you said, it goes back to like the insecurities. A guy feeling like this woman had so many other men before him so he feels like how much value could he have if this woman already had been with so much men so he's feeling like he's devalued to her mm-hmm. because of that i think that's why a lot of men feel a way about that whole body count stuff how society looks at it again it's like we're saying a woman should be pure and shouldn't be with so much men and things like that so that's how they look at it. like you know what this woman isn't like pure enough for me because she's been with too many men yeah. and that's how i look at you know and just, me, it's not fair i, I want I, I i got a sliding scale kind of thing like you know I definitely don't want someone who's been with like ten people or less because I feel like then their mind Ex- is still experience curious. enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, I don't put a cap and stuff like that. You know, if if it comes out that you was with 500 people, I kind of I kind of need to know yeah. why were you That's broken? You know what I'm saying? 500 though. <laughs> no, I mean, happened. damn. Five hundred. Five hundred is a lot, man. Boy. Listen, listen. Five hundred is a lot. Listen, I know y'all say that. That's right? hyperbole. You just saying that. You know, it's not the real number, I right? I know y'all. <laughs> Five hundred is a crazy number. It was a, it was an exaggeration. I know y'all say that. I've I've known females who I'm. Just had a lot of numbers. Just they, like they, something they, crazy. Um, they hate for me to say females, right? Because females doesn't apply to so, humans. It could be a female. That's so true. Woman, right? Yeah. I've known women who've had two hundred body counts, and we were twenty when we was having this conversation. What? Twenty when we were having this conversation. So now you got to think about damn. that. 
You don't want to tell your age, but I'm in my 30s, right? So it's been over 10 years since that woman has had 200. So she got to be up to 350. And that's what you're saying, right? It's like a track record. It's like like you're predicting the future with your history. But to me, that doesn't necessarily diminish her value. You know what I'm saying? No, no. She kind of knows. She knows kind of one. And when I said this, the sliding scale is just like, you know, the 500 to 1,000 is crazy. But you know what? I just need to know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that phase, you're done with that phase. And you know what matters more than me? And I think it's going to, it answers what you just said. The number necessarily doesn't matter to me. It's how you move. So I think that's what you're trying to say, like, if that phase is over, how Mm -hmm. she's moving lets you know that. Because you think about it, you hollering at a girl who got 500 and stuff like that, you know guys are stalkers. So if you got 500, they got to be 50 who still lingering around. You know what I'm saying? Who who always feel like they want access to you. You know what I'm saying? And my thing about it is I'm not... I'm not. It's not that I'm insecure. I'm just not willing to deal with a woman who's entertaining. Yeah, and that's okay. If that's what she's doing, 15, that's what she's doing. That's okay. Good 15, 20 now, I'm just like, you know what? You, you that's go you. Through, but, that's you not go what I'm into. Yeah. You, but when you deal with a woman, you go by like you go by her energy, right? You could know by you could know by our conversation what you're dealing with. Like, yeah, all right. Setting it right here, like exactly. Because I could I could know in an hour conversation because I could know okay. She kind of mixy. She kind of still want to mm-hmm, be out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If she's saying certain things to portray something, that's something that I'm going to do my research. But somebody who's dealing with uh, stuff like that, she's going to have a more spontaneous, fuck it, it is what it is kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to hear, you're going to hear that in that first hour that's of what conversation. I'm saying, yeah. so, you, so now it's your job to be like, yo, am I fucking her or I'm trying to get to know her mm-hmm. with a high body count? That's how I look yeah. at the body count. But the body count, a girl could tell you, yeah, yeah, I've been with 50 dudes, you know what I'm saying? That was when I was young. I was playing the field. If fifty dudes, especially by the time you thirty, fifty dudes is a lot. Still. It's still a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> relatively, <laughs> relatively, yeah. relatively speaking, it's still a lot. No, 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 that's a lot. Relatively speaking, it's still a lot. Fifty's a lot. Fifty's a lot. Let me do the math. More, but not negatively a lot. It's just a lot. Let me do the math. It's just it. Typically, it's too much, Marv. No, no, that's a lot. A girl starts. Let's just say a girl started having sex at sixteen. Right? She's now 32. 50 is three bodies a year. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's do that math again. <laughs> 16 mm-hmm. to 32 at 16 years. Mm-hmm. Three a year. That's yeah. more than 50. No, that's 50. Yeah. That's less than 50. That's yeah, less than 50. Yeah, three a year? Yeah. Oh, wow. 32. Yeah. That's 48. That's 48. 48, yeah. yeah that's 48. And think about it. Three a year? That, 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 three a year for the last 16 though. years I mean, is nothing. No, 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 no. It is. You know why? Because why is it, when you why, out why there, is it three listen, Why is it three listen, a year? You've never been in a relationship? Relationship <laughs> should have ate up about a good three, four years twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Twice over, a listen, good relationship should have ate up three, four years. Let's just say you was in a relationship for two years and you only had mm-hmm. one person. One person. And then now you back at it. So you went and caught up? You had six? And and, it's six months. <laughs> you, when you, you back you, at you it, it's six up? months. That's you could a lot. Five, nah. easy. Five, nah, Y'all fifty. Nah, I ain't going to lie. 50's a lot, dog. For, for, for men or women, for it's men, just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. Fifty for men is not a lot. I, know, I, I was nah. trying to save. I was trying to save us. Clint blew it up. Clint blew it up. I was trying to save us. Fifty for men is not a lot. I was trying to save us. Yeah. I was trying to save us. Nah. And then you know what's the crazy double standard, right? Think about it. You just said fifty for a man is not a lot. So who is this man sleeping with? Who's who's his fifty bodies? 
No, but women outnumber men, what, two to one, I think it is now? Almost three to one now. So, Dog, 50 is not a lot. If you went to a four-year college and you played college ball or whatever, 50 is not a lot. That, you can average about 14, 15 a semester. Yeah. You see? So. Especially if she was, was a lefty. Yeah. 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 Especially if she was a lefty. You were 6'2 since she was 12. Like Cliff. You you guys are further perpetuating the taboos that make it uncomfortable. You see, because you guys both said, wow, 50 is a lot. There's probably women who are going to listen to this like, yo, I have no, but, an easy 100 bodies. But what, and that's why people start <laughs> lying and nah, start see, But the thing shit. is, when you're saying 50 is a lot, I mean, nowadays it's not... I don't care. Like to me, yeah, I guess I don't care. Yeah, that's not a question you should it, ask. Yeah, like, I think nowadays it's not as ask, like yeah. relevant as, as it has been but before. before it, it was, was yeah. but even when I say fifty is a lot, I'm not saying it like negatively. It's just like it's just a high number. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It's just a yeah. high number. So, so it's whether you with that I or move not. Before I to this taboo, because you see, this is why we have an issue because we hold. <laughs> we're not sexually free. We're not like to me, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if we had this attitude that we came into this conversation thinking that we're, you know, we're open-minded, and mm -hmm. then we start having these numbers, and we're like, yo, 50's crazy. <laughs> you know how many people walk around with 50 bodies easy? But, yeah, I passed so like four me, to the street right now. We're in Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. Let me ask you this one question before we move on. And my question is, so what are the no-nos if, like, okay, let's say you were single, and you're approaching, you know, a woman, y'all having conversations, and y'all vibing. What what is a flag that you can hear that's just like nah I'm not gonna be able to handle it. Just give me one flag. Just general. Are you saying like general. that she talks about nowadays? You got something, Cliff? Yeah, you can start it off. If you got something, go. I'm still thinking a little bit. Um, like what is the flags of what she of certain things that you you wouldn't tolerate? Yeah, that's just it's not gonna go down. In terms of what building a relationship. <sighs> If if a chick tell me she's not willing to work, it's not gonna happen. Like just a, a job, occupation. not not work, not or, willing to work or have no financial goals to try to set herself up, because mm. that means you're looking to eat off my to plate. To depend on so you solely. I don't. The problem is I don't care what job you have, because I'm gonna go get it. But that means if you're not ambitious to tell me that you're gonna have a career. Mm -hmm. It's nothing to talk about, mom. Cause you're not gonna come into my my good salary mm -hmm. and cut it up, cut it up, cut it up, and then if we don't work out, and then you you was never gonna you was never gonna be financially stable. I like somebody who's financially stable. So if she's not talking about her finances or building a goal or having goals to mm -hmm. better herself, there's not a conversation to talk about. I'm in my thirties. I'm putting it out there. I can't fuck around like that. Yeah. So that's what it is. What about you? See, that's deep. That's deep. If I I'm gonna go to the other end okay. where it's like a we just at the bar talking we just met like it's okay. just like we're off the jump mm -hmm. before I even go any like a a little pet peeve of mine is like talking bad about people. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel I can't trust you if like you you or, like you just met me and you talking about somebody mm -hmm. okay. badly okay. And negatively. To me that means you don't have if we just met and you doing that you don't have substance within yourself. It, it, that's what I'm saying. And you're okay. That's what I'm saying. That's like a on the surface kind of quick thing that would just turn me off right away before even, I even get to the even, financial stuff. But that I would do that's I agree with that too. With okay. me even though it's crazy cuz I don't have any children to me it's just like if you have more than two baby daddies. 
this is gonna be a no for me. That's tough. a good that's one. That's a no because, because to me, it's, it's too much no. drama with that. First no. baby daddy could have been younger. First baby daddy always gonna be able to hit it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. Now you got two. Now I got two. I got now you got to worry about two. Man. The first one you can you can play a little football two. with, like you know what? No. I know he only come on Sundays to come get keep going get his kid. Now you got two. You gotta worry about Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. I'm fine. It's a no for me, dog. I might can understand. That was a good one. I might can understand two. That's tough though, but man. But once you got more than Cause two, because I have friends. Now you got three. Not for you, a little loosey goosey nah. with the coochie, b. No, nah. you know what I'm saying? Like two three, boys, three, three. You're making you're making horrible life decisions. Yeah, yeah. I three. know. I know someone with two. Like I have close friends okay. that have two baby fathers, and okay. I know the situation intimately. Yeah. Okay. So I look okay. at it like, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. So just two, just out of nowhere, like I would have to know the context. Yeah. Like but what happened? How is it? What like what you know? What's going on? I don't like, know if I can handle it too. Cause the, he he coming to Sunday. He coming to Sunday run. He doing a Tuesday run while I'm doing my double at work. Yeah. So and wait, then, so wait, wait, wait. you're saying, two, Cliff? You're saying one baby father, two kids, or one baby, two one, kids it gotta be and one two baby fathers. father. And if it's two kids, it got to be the, the same, same baby father. father. I can't do with two baby fathers. <laughs> That's too many plugging going on when I'm not around. Cause listen, once you got kids with somebody. You believe oh, that? Oh. That's a whole nother topic. You believe that? Like for real? Listen, all of a sudden he's behaving right. He's let putting, me tell you. Let me tell you why. The, I, the reason why I slightly believe it, right? Because I've, I've I've known women who weren't even rocking with their baby father anymore. And out the boom, blue, but wanted another kid. And boom. And let him go back and mm-hmm. smash to give yeah. him. The well, that's because so you want the kids kid. can have the same but father. But Cliff is saying though that he's still getting it in. On a semi-regular basis, just off all GP. He, listen, all he needs to do is act right for two days in a row. He might be able to hit yeah. it. Again. So you just pick up the kid two days in a row. That's <laughs> act right. You maybe yeah. bought the kids new clothes, clothes, and then you threw some groceries in the like fridge. Like the Jordan Force came out, and he got one, them the, listen, the first one day. One baby daddy, you might be like, all right, Damn. I know he only come on Sunday. Now you got to worry about two. Listen, two dudes coming two through. Two dudes coming yeah. through. Now nah, I, I can't keep up with that schedule. Right. That schedule so I'm gonna sense. move on to another. Right. Top the kids off yourself. Another taboo in our community. Right, and this is a little more serious, but we pay ties, but we don't have life insurance. Just think about that. I don't think you need to qualify even that first thing. I think it's just life insurance in general. We but just, that, you know no, I mean? but just think about that, right? There's so many people around us in our communities, and we had, I had this conversation with some earlier about how wealth, how we don't transfer wealth as a black community and stuff like that. Like. Mm-hmm. We pay our tithes yeah. every Sunday, yeah. but we don't have life insurance. So our kids are screwed. Yeah. We die. Nothing. We leave bills for our kids. Funeral costs. Yeah. Our kids can't bury us. Yeah. Yeah. But every Sunday, we made sure we put our tithes in the basket. And I'm not, anti- don't get it twisted, I'm not anti-church. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. that's the kind of taboo. The mentality back, and stuff, back, yeah. Backwards mentality we have in mm-hmm. our community. So why do you think we pay our tithes, but we don't have life insurance? It's... It's really deep rooted. I don't know about the insurance part. The insurance part, I think, is the education. We're not being educated on life insurance. Like yeah, I never was sat down at a because an yeah. age enough to be get like, legitimate "Hey, legitimate life insurance for fifty dollars a month." Early too, you can have it but, for you mean yeah. a minute. And, and the thing about it is, a lot of people take pay more than two hundred, three hundred, five hundred dollars a month in tides. Yeah. Easy. Some people drop fifty dollars in the basket every week. Some people drop a hundred dollars in the basket. Weekly. But you know what? I'm gonna answer that. I think because. 
that certain standard where you're younger, your parents teach you to go to church, and then so now that certain value that habit, value yeah. in the church. So you're like, okay, you. boom, I'm making, I'm making a little, I'm making a good decent living for myself. Let me pay my tithes. Let me make sure I do that. See, when it comes to life insurance, now you're talking about a lot of people don't even know about having a financial advisor to know that okay, that that could help you your finances better. So for life insurance. That's something like you said. You got to be educated Edu- on. Not, yeah. You pay and your then you to show thanks to God. Yeah, but listen. But you're not you're take not care providing the future for yourself. I know, but but the whole life insurance thing. People never expect that they're gonna die or something's gonna happen. But you, yeah. people are paying tithes, thinking that that's gonna make God happy. Open the gates. Yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. that's where it comes with not being educated. Was right. We're not. Right? So. When you get to a certain age, you realize, oh, man, I ain't got life insurance. I need to do this. I need to mm-hmm. protect this. I, yeah. I, I don't want to sound like an atheist. I just feel like we put too much faith in that, you know. But that's deep-rooted. God, did you see? God did you is going to take um, care of us one day or, you know, don't get it twisted. I believe in God heavily, but I also feel like, yo, I got to be a man of mine and take care of mine while I'm here, take care of my family too because at the end of the day, you know, you give, you throw this all this money to church, and then you know, you you see the pastor with a fly car, yeah. and like yo, I've been struggling with my Honda Accord that I've had since 2009. You know what I'm saying? I barely could pay my rent, but I pay my tithe straight. Mm-hmm. My pastor's looking good, mm-hmm. but I don't have a situation future for me and my kids. That don't make sense. Yeah. But that that's like he said. I think we're not like. Ties is something that if you, as a kid, like as kids, your parents kind of force you to go to church or try to get that religion in Day you, one. Get that religion in you. Life insurance is something you learn through a process of growing up, right? So as you get older, like you realize, oh man, I need to have life insurance. God forbid something happen. Mm-hmm. Like I just had my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now man. everything, you appreciate it. So now everything is like, oh man, oh, I got to, yeah. like I literally base everything I do around her now because I'm like, listen. I got to make sure she's set at all times. Yeah. So ch- uh, church is something that your parents install in you a little bit in the household, whether you choose to we, follow That's it. all we had. Yeah, what did you, you choose to saying? follow like it as, as a black adult? people. And that's why I said it goes deep, because like Nat yeah. Turner, remember how they used him to like preach to the slaves so that to they could keep, keep them in line? Keep them in mind. So that's what is deep-rooted. That's like what we have is church like, is our like savior. Traditional. It's traditional, this, this yeah. Right, yeah. Like this, think about it. When have you been sat down and like, okay, uh, Marv's, you know, your dad or your mom be like, this is the mortgage. This is how much we pay every month. Yeah, this yeah. is how much interest you do. No. Even if you're not paying to do it, they're just letting you know this is what we're no, doing for the house. That's, that's grown folks' business. You're not allowed to know yeah, grown but folks' that, business. But at a point that you should be being told. Life insurance is grown, grown folks', folks business, business too. Like you just yeah. said. But you should so, be taught at yeah. a time. So the church, the church aspect of paying tithes is something that you learn early because you early you're going to go to Sunday school. You see that plate mm-hmm. passed around a couple of times. So you know traditionally that's something you got to do growing up. So if the appearance is not sharing the information of how they're paying bills and everything, which goes, you learn about life insurance around when you get older, maybe 18, 21, or you might be doing something. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. So to learn that like early. In college. Me, yeah. You know? Let me tell, if, if anybody who's ever listened to the show, listen to the show now, and I tell you that if you're in your 20s, your late 20s, early 30s, let me tell you, because people think that, you know, white people, people of other nationalities are just so much more lucky than we are, so mm-hmm. much more blessed yeah. we are. The number one transfer of wealth, the number one setup for future generations of wealth in this country, in this world, is life insurance yeah. policies. Yeah. It's a savings that's just being not built. Not everybody's moms, you know, ran Microsoft and had yeah, a business have a, stuff yeah, like to, to pass life down an inheritance or something. Go out and find out for your age, 30, 
You don't got diabetes. Take out a policy. You don't got high blood pressure yep. and stuff like that. Like, Take yo, out a policy. Listen, while you're healthy. Not even for how much you pop a bottle for in the club. I'm talking Crazy. about how much you would actually pay for this bottle. Yeah. The 50 bucks that you actually pay for this bottle, what it actually costs, not the 400 that it costs in the club. You can set yeah, up If you're not your paying family. for the girls and the sparkles in, <laughs> yeah. in the, in the liquor store, that's why. Future, well, and, and to me, that bothers me. Like, Dr. Umar Johnson, he's a controversial figure, but he was he's telling good, people, good, like, the church, we don't hold the church responsible for fixing our community or doing certain things mm-hmm. in our community. But who do we throw so much money to? The, the church. church. Yeah. And the church promised us a better life in the future while we suffer, while we still here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to see some returns of what I'm doing right now while I still got while blood I'm in here, my right? body. Yeah. That's like the no, whole Joel Austin thing where he didn't open the doors during the flood. You know what I'm that's saying? That's a fact. And they that's pay money to the church. I know honestly that that's that's a great question. I never thought about it like that, but like I said, it's easy to to pay the tithes because traditionally that's how we spoke. That's how it's we habit set up. Forming, it's like it's certain things. Like it's like we're taught to go to element elementary school, go to junior high school, go to high school, go to college. Mm-hmm. We're not taught to, you know, at the high school. Let's go to trade school so we can learn the business instead of right. Oh, you your parents yeah. always tell you continue your education, college, continue yeah, education, yeah. knowing that when I went to college, I played ball and whatever. But if I knew what I knew. I would have went to trade school and got the paper early. Yo, yeah, listen. Yeah. Or, you understand? Yep. It, it, but it's no, traditionally how it's set exactly, up. Exactly, yeah. There's, no hate, there's yeah. no hate in my blood, right? I got my master's degree. I work at one of the top, you know, uh, companies in the world and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But all my friends who didn't go to college started working for the MTA, working for Con Ed. They're retiring next year. They're retiring next year with a good picture. Two, three more years. <laughs> they see them. They're CEOs, yeah, they're police yeah. officers, they make way more bank than I do yeah, yeah. in this situation. And they get to retire earlier. And I'm not saying education is a scam, I'm just saying that, yo. It's a scam, I have a whole nother opinion on pushed, that. That's another... We've been pushed to say <laughs> education. we have you back on that show. <laughs> we, yeah. We've been pushed to say that education is the top key. Don't get it twisted, education is a beautiful thing. And education doesn't mean college, that's the thing, man. People think education means just like college. And not only that, but, you know, we had the topic of good-ass job. Sometimes mm. we, we have the definition of what a good-ass job is. You know what's the ideal career path? Yeah, and they don't pay us money. We we go to these big institutions. Yeah, God, God forbid. God bless if you could get into Princeton, you can mm-hmm, get to mm-hmm. Harvard That's and stuff fact. like that. Maybe you got a scholarship. Maybe you didn't get a scholarship, and now you leave undergrad with a mortgage and student loans, yeah. and you majored in communications. But, you know what? You, you know what? A friend get an entry level job. But so if you know what a friend told me, because my quick theory on the on the the college is like they just create pawns to be in a society, right? That's what I believe. Like mm-hmm. colleges just like try to turn out people to just work at these yeah. jobs for companies. And my friend said, you know what Harvard and Yale do? They teach you how to use the people in those other colleges to be pawns in your business. To work for you. To work for you. And that's the problem. The last topic I'm going to bring up in taboos in our community, then we move on, right? And it it, it sort of further reiterates the conversation that we're having. Okay. Tax refund boiling instead of tax refund investing, right? So even let's just even say that, you know what, you didn't think about the insurance and stuff like that. And people always saying, like, yo, if I had money, I'm going to do a business. Mm-hmm. If I had a little come up, somebody would help me get some money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't even want to sound ignorant. But even the, 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 the little petty, let's call them street distributors, and just yeah. like, you know, if I had... Yeah, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. 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 Had, young Jeezy. <laughs> to put together to get this half a brick, right? <laughs> and then I can move and stuff like that. You know, I, I don't... I don't 
Uh, I love Young Jeezy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But not for nothing. There's a reason why they're successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying, like, people, the mentality, right? They get their tax refund. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, that I want to start a business, I want to do something special, out they the forget window. about it. <laughs> out the window. But now I need that Ferragamo belt. Yeah, now I need the Gucci joint. Now I need that weave. That Gabriel Union had, even though Gabriel Union is a millionaire, I need that same. I need, that, same I need that real hair. Let me, let me let me tell you what happened. So let me Go just finish saying. Why do you think that you know? Because this is the thing. People, another thing people need to realize is tax refund. For the most part, there's some of us that we know people who got kids and mm -hmm. they don't make money, and all of a sudden they get a ten thousand dollar tax refund. But for the the average Joe who you work all the time and stuff like that, your tax refund is just your money being given back, back to, to you, you because yeah. you overpaid during the time. So some people, you know, adjust it so that they don't pay that much, and then when tax time, they don't really get nothing. They don't really get nothing. Yeah. But some people are just like you know, what? I don't have that discipline, so mm -hmm. I I need to just work and then get seven thousand dollars in February and yeah. stuff like that. So my thing is like, why don't we think like, you know what? Boom. I always said if I had a few extra dollars, I could buy this for the low and then flip it or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. whatever your thing is. Why do we lose our damn mind when the tax refund money comes? I'll let you go first. Yeah, because look like you got an opinion on nah, this Nah, <laughs> it's just, you know what it is. I'm going to start it off like this, right? When, when you get your tax refund, you got to tell yourself, like, it's not. It's something that you shouldn't really look for to be like, oh, I need to boil on what I boom. You should automatically have a plan. If you're going to get a large sum, if you have kids or whatever, mm -hmm. have a plan of what you're going to do to it. You know, if you are going to get 7000 every time if you have kids, if you have tax refund, and you're in a uh, couple of ratio, or even single, you should put that in a trust fund for your kid. Because you shouldn't rely on that tax refund to make you come up. You should have been, your finances should have been a little bit better during the year period. Nah, I agree. So why are you taking this tax refund and say, you know what, I'm about to, Kill them this, this these last two months. I bought Summer the big, I bought the big screen. You, you already bought the big screen. I'm in Aces every two weeks, popping bottles. And that's and the that, same you know thing what I mean? to but, me. That's but, the same. No, I'll let you finish. That's the same thing where it's just like you know, we 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 say F today, and we hoping for something to change for us to the future. Yeah, but no but but, but like I said, a lot of the times, if you looking, if you're really. And if you're the type of person like, damn man, free from checking, come back yet? Yeah, I'm, I need that money, whatever. Boom. That means all through the year you've been a fuck boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I, I'm not gonna, say, I'm not girl yeah, too, and, and a fuck girl too. But I, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, everything's been ordered for me. What you call it mm -hmm. too? Now that I'm a parent, a lot of things in order. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never gonna look for refunds like that. Because when we do get our taxes from me and my wife. We're going to throw it in my daughter's account. So she's good when she's get older. Because you can't look at a tax refund and say it's going to change. Like People start buying furniture. People start going on yeah. trips. Furniture, people, that's way more than what your refund <laughs> was. Yeah, right? People start going this, but they start maxing out their car because yeah, they, went to, the, they went to the good tax man that fixed the little numbers and up, then come gave back you an extra couple bricks. And then you get ordered and then, in two years yeah, later. They want so money it's, back. it's very dangerous. It's a, it's a fine line. So what I say to you is when you look at your tax refund, Look for it as a positive light to do something that you're going to invest, like you said, instead of saying, you know what? People think they really take over the game. They really feel like they hit the lotto for that. Yo, for that next you know how many big meetings? You see nigga all winter, right? Yo, yo, all winter is ghost. Dude got the 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 new the whip with the top down, the camel, yo, the top you know, you know how many big meets Larry Hoover's you yo, get every crazy. February to April? My yo, they, they, they start listening to too much future. Too much like, future top off. Crazy. Now, I agree with Cliff. I agree with Cliff because by, by no stretch of the imagination am I balling. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I do not look at tax season as a come up. Like, I'm not even thinking about that money. Yeah. Like it comes, I'm like, oh, 
put it in savings. You know what I mean? Or put it towards, you know, like my 401k, I start to like put it in different, whatever. You want to make sure that even dudes, like even dudes who don't even, you know, you know, quote unquote entrepreneurs who don't make it the right way and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's just like, yo, they always, every time I speak to a petty, what's the name? They always saying like, yo, yo, if I did this, yo, I got this plan and that. If you hit me off with a rat, I could get this, and, nah. this, and I don't get involved with that, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. when things go bad, when they go south, they, your name's they make it see like you was part of the cartel. Yeah, but yeah. This is my thing. So when you do get the tax refund come up, you forget about that ambitious plan that you this had. This is all talk. And That's all of fine. a sudden, like you said, you in angels or lust or whatever, and like like you, and you on the next, rain, you yeah. on the next vacation. I'm like, yo, yeah, come on. Not, man. And That's you, the thing because it's like, like you said. You shouldn't be wait. You shouldn't be. You have the plan, right? But it's all talk because what's stopping them from doing it that day they told it to you? Mm-hmm. What's fine. really stopping them? There's even, no, even I mean, there's nothing. But change. All of a sudden, I want to eat steak, <laughs> steak, shrimp, and lobster <laughs> when you was ramen noodles for the whole year. They want to go to Capitol Grill for the next two. Niggas weeks. eating starfish tuna, <laughs> tuna, and, 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 uh, and the Chinese food, shrimp, and French fries. Now you want to be at Capitol Grills and <laughs> all this <laughs> top notch stuff. Lobster mac and cheese. Lobster mac and cheese. Exactly. So we're going to move on, Ridiculous. right? And it kind of flows into what we're already talking about. And the question is, do we worry too much about acceptance, right? I feel like we do so much, and that's another reason why our community don't progress. Because it's just like, yo, we move so much to just like, yo, I need Stephen and Clifford mm-hmm. to know that I'm that dude. So I move accordingly. Mm-hmm. I buy things. I act a certain mm-hmm. way and stuff like that. Not acting my wage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But just projecting and then hoping that, you know what? I someday I'm gonna get make more money yeah. and I'm gonna pay off the stuff like that. So the first question is: We consistently hear that the need for inclusion in traditional like white institutions, i.e. the Oscars, film advertising, but mm. we don't support items that come out of our own culture. Are we broken? And even though that's a little different than you know doing things for projection, <coughs> like what we constantly hear, like yo, Oscars so white. Yeah. Or the Grammys don't really reflect what's really hot yeah, in the streets and, and stuff music. like that. Yeah. But at the same time, when we got the NAACP Image Awards, we ain't the, checking for it. The BET Awards, we ain't checking for so, it. So Awards. Yeah. Yeah. We got you the know? Black Girl Magic the now. Essence. Yeah. The yeah. Essence. Everything. Yeah. We look at it as niche, niche, niche kind of awards, yeah. and we're like, we're bigger than that and stuff like that. Like, yo, are we that broken that we still continue to have to impress master and those who don't care about us? Like that's. It's deep rooted. It's so deep rooted in, like in me, us. I don't you know watch I mean? none of the award shows. But, it's starting but to, if I was gonna spend energy, I'd watch the BT award shows. Yeah. Because you know, I'm gonna see my people winning, and mm-hmm. it's gonna inspire me to do more. Yeah, I'm not gonna purposely watch Oscar like the the, the Oscar, the, the the film that won the best Oscar was like The Shape of Water. Shape of Water, yeah. And I went to go see The Shape. I of saw Water, Shape of Water too. And it was weird. It was super weird. It wasn't the greatest movie ever. It's bestiality. It was, it was basically it was basically a splash. Remember Tom Hanks splash? Yeah. yeah. It was that reversed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. I mean, so so my thing is, are we broken? Like, why do we feel like we only need acknowledgement from people who don't look like us or people who don't care about us? It's more. I mean, being in industry now, seeing it from that perspective, Firsthand. it's a lot of just the validation from the credible sources to validate yourself. Okay. You know, like Oscars is a credible. You know, it's ninety years. Yeah, but deep. we yeah, we yeah, we've yeah, never yeah. been truly included in that. We like, haven't. No. We always had to look. When we, we had get one an Oscar. Yeah, we had one Oscar. We get an Oscar. What we play? The maid. 
We played the drug dealer. Yeah, drug dealer. We played yeah, the make me so. feel good. Holly Berry getting banged out. That was out. a great movie. That was probably a good one. That, that was a great movie. movie. Everything else, but, yeah. But, but, but that about, one probably was a good one. What about the Selmas? What about the Hurricane Harders, the Malcolm X yeah. Yeah. movies like that? Yeah. We don't get the Oscars for that. Yeah. Remember yeah. the Titans. But, you know, it's, proper, it's, it's a little even bit of propaganda. Even when Moonlight. Moonlight won Best Picture. Yeah. I mean, La La won it, then Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see Moonlight? Yeah, I saw Moonlight. What did you think of Moonlight? Honestly. I thought it was a really... I didn't... I don't know about best picture worthy. Okay. But it was a really good story. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's but good. But like, guess what? But we, I didn't see La La Land either. Yo, okay. But this so, is my thing. This is my thing, right? Um, what you call it? Uh, Gary Oldman won best actor. Best actor for, for playing, um, um, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Yeah, Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour, right? And stuff like that. And boom. I, I kind of, I watched uh, The Crown, which is about Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, John Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. on Netflix. So, but I, I say that to say this. Look at the stories that they get love for, and look at the story that even Moonlight. No, it's true. Yeah, even Moonlight was a, about a broken get, man get, yeah, who never got love. No sexuality. And yeah, broken. like they show our faults to us and say, that was "This is what this is what makes us." Yeah, this is what makes you good. Twelve yeah. years a slave. Yeah. That's roots. No, that's that's what, roots all over. That's what I'm saying. It's propaganda. It's propaganda. Yeah. They're trying to show us this is how you win. This is what makes us applaud you. Keep being like this. But, this is what we accept. That's but basically what they're trying birth, to say. Birth of a nation, right? They buried that They movie. buried the shit. They buried the hell out buried of that movie. Buried the shit, nigga. A fucking canine top officer dog couldn't find that shit. The way you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a good movie. And so I so why it. do yeah, we... I loved it. Yeah. I loved like, that scene in theaters. Even, even, I'm going to take it even to a superficial level, right? Like, we was talking about all these award shows, right? You you go, you go, see the Oscars. You see the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Look at how our people look out. We look sharp. We look like it's New York Fashion Week, no matter when it is. Yeah, yeah. Look at the BT Awards. People wear sweats. Yeah, but people look like, even, like they just rode out of the hotel. It's, 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 part, it's part of the production, too. They have to make it like, yo, this is how you come to our thing now. You know what I'm saying? It's part of it's them. Like, you have to establish but, that. But we got to value our own. We the, the problem is, the same way like you say you want to value your own. Just read, that's, it's a reason why. People are more. The reason why people don't use black banks is because people are more comfortable knowing that the white man got my money, he gonna protect it. If you a black bank owner and you mm-hmm. own a black bank, and I say, and I'm gonna use me and you as an example. Mm-hmm. You own a bank, Steve, whatever. Not saying I am, but some people are like. I don't fucking trust Steve. I don't know if he's gonna run off of my bread. Yeah. But I know I could go to Chase, I could go to City, I could go yeah. there, and I'm coming. It's a credibility. With that. Yeah, but because, how many? Because, but that's the reason. But the reason why people we are have that mentality. Mm-hmm. With, we're comfortable with the Oscars. They come because they know that's what's gonna be validated. To which go, and they're not yeah, comfortable but, enough but this to is yeah. my support thing. BET. We, exactly. so we say that yeah. we we right? think yeah. you, you bring up that bank example, but these athletes who go broke. We find out that it then was a white advisor, a white, advisor a white accountant, or something who, who had who took all advantage his men, of yeah. Like yo, yeah. oh, you went, you you got an investment, you got this Ponzi scheme. I'm gonna tell my client like, yo, throw some money in that. Mm-hmm. And you find out that he, the guy who's who's managing the money, yeah. he had no money in that investment. Yeah, but listen, but he, but like, listen, he, he's saying the right words. Sometimes people could know, know that you, you got that black thing, and you, they know it's successful. But like, yo, something about him, I don't trust him. But if that if that white dude that has two dollars and he's lost his last two dollars, but he know he could he you got twenty million and he take eighteen out of it because he he's playing games with you, yeah. man. I just put you in another investment. Look at this, check this out. He know you're not gonna read. He not no disrespect, but he know you're not gonna read the read the contract. That's why a lot of people get fucked in their contracts. They don't look at the contract. But I think I think we're getting better. We're getting better because it's the time. Yeah, it's to the be time. With you, you know what I mean? If I ever had money stuff like that, I'd sign with Rock Nation, yo. 
Cause let me tell you, but why? Jay's credibility, look, right? Credibility. That's what I'm saying. Jay Z been against so long. You he's credible. Paper. Yeah. You know say Jay Z gets you your. He's paper. credible. That's what I'm saying. It's the time frame. Like things have to be have that time frame to grow and show that we can do right by you. And now you'll be like, oh, okay, I trust it. He's been doing it for a long time. And, and um, all right. So I got to move on to the next topic because we're coming down with time. So yeah. my, my my thing is this, and you know, shout out to Lady Still. She was supposed to be a guest on the show, but some things happened, and she had to take care of her stuff. So. Ladies, ladies still get better and you know I definitely want you know you to be a guest another time and I kind of had this question I, I brought that in to say I kind of had the question because I would have loved to have a woman perspective mm-hmm. but I, I'll let you guys answer and the question is we want to be acknowledged as beautiful but we com- we conform our beauty to meet European standards are we part of the problem right like we want natural hair to be beautiful yeah. but at the same time we're the number one purchasers of weed. Yeah. We're the number one, you know, beauty supplies. We spend so much money burning, crisping our hair, lightening our skin, getting fake nails. And don't get it twisted. I know that makes women feel beautiful and more special about themselves. But we kind of, ourselves, like we want other people to acknowledge black is beautiful, mm-hmm. our natural stuff is beautiful. But then we're the number one consumers of things that make us look not like how we re- regularly look. So are we part of the problem as well? Like, to be honest with you, I think so. Because I mean, yeah, I we think don't, the we, answer is within the like, question. Like, to me, I love dreads. I love mm-hmm. a woman with Afro. She has style to it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. And I, I, I got to be honest with you. There's a difference between being natural and lazy and being natural and, like, presentable. Because yeah, yeah. some women be like, oh, I'm natural. But it's just like they walk around like their hair look like shit. Mm. But they're natural, no chemicals. But like, ma, you could have put some kind of spray yeah, in it, yeah, look yeah. kind of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could be natural and presentable. But my thing is, like, if, since we so go hard to conform to European standards, are we part of the problem? What do you think, Cliff? I think we part of the problem is because of social media. Social media has a certain standards. Social media, now, like, now the Lapitas and people with yeah, natural it's popping, hairs. Yeah, and, like, it's popping. The whole, like... The whole, no disrespect to my sisters or whatever, the whole Erica Badu and Macy Gray look, it's not really the, the thing. So, usually when someone says no disrespect, they're about to disrespect. <laughs> they're about to be mad disrespectful. No <laughs> disrespect. But continue. But here comes the <laughs> Macy Gray's and Erica Badu look wasn't the look that everybody, you know. Back then. Back yeah, then. Yeah. But now Erica it's. Badu be, is so sexy. She no, but yeah, I know, but listen. That Badu box. Listen. But <laughs> now, now the Lapidus and everybody, and yeah. you know what the. Especially that Black Panther you know movie really popped it off. Yeah, we could embrace it now, but it took Black Panthers. People like, yo, I kind of like, like I never realized, and and now I'm I'm part of the problem too because I never realized how beautiful Lapita was because I didn't never look that. Yeah, you're like not checking for her. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, checking for but no, I know. Yeah, no, she's I, like, listen, she's it's easier for me to check out Kim Kardashian and Lapita because Kim Kardashian already hit you with yeah, all this. Yeah, she got pushed front. But when I look at Lapita, I said, man, this she's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. But you know. Society with social media and everything, so it's a reason. It's, what it's you the same see. thing. It's the same thing with the, everybody getting the fake asses, the fake butt. Everybody, you gotta compete. This and that. Yo, it's, it's a so competition. You gotta compete. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like you know what? I'm not a famous person, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what Black China has done to herself? Ridiculous. She looks like homie the clown. But she's not a bad looking girl naturally. But right now, now she looks. Hit. But little Kim started that. Nah, I don't she know. She started. started. She got started, on the boat. No, she. That's competition. Little Kim, you know, she's been little Kim, but now she see these young joints, these pops out here looking the way they looking. So she felt like she had to look like them in order to stay relevant. But and then yeah, she but looking I crazy. think I think society is like, I think social media plays a big part of it too because it's like you can't have natural hair and just 
and like, be accepted to the point which goes. Society said you got to have the long hair, the Brazilian hair. That's what's being hair. pushed. That's what's yeah, being, being pushed. pushed. And, you know, so the seat. What's that's crazy what it is. is we'll, you know, this is the last thing I'm going to say and we'll move on to the next person. Like, we'll, we'll go sweat, like you said, Kim Kardashian or Kylie Jenner, who get the surgeries to look like a like woman Like the curvaceous, you know, yeah. Yeah, but you know. I right, so the, the last thing I want to um, say on this topic about acceptance is, so besides for the black, the blockbuster movie, like we just had Black, Black Panther. Panther. Congratulations, mm-hmm. just hit one billion dollars. Definitely, yeah, you know definitely. It's a big deal. Work on time is looking in like it's about to get in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Saying? Which, is, which is good too. I threw a few dollars in there. Sidebar: I saw a wrinkle. You in saw it already? Time. Oh, I want to take my niece. <sighs> it wasn't good, but no. I will let you enjoy it for yourself. I'm not gonna be a movie critic, but it's, but it's not for adults though. Still, like Harry Potter is not necessarily for adults. See, I'm either. not a I'm not a Potterhead. Uh, all right, so all right, I don't want, I want to do right. We talk off so, uh, off camera about yeah, that. Besides for the blockbuster movies, how else can we become, you know, more engaged in things that are about ourselves, right? Because you saw, <coughs> like Black Panther made us feel so good. We mm-hmm. showed out like everybody I know yeah, seen yeah. it two or three times, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. It was amazing. And, and I yeah. want us to keep that kind of momentum. What other things can we do to keep that kind of energy? Well, I actually was talking about this yesterday. I have a friend, shout out to Overfab, Carrie Kadat in Brooklyn. She does a, Kwan- a Kwanzaa crawl every Kwanzaa. I heard about the Kwanzaa it's crawl. Popping My now. people's go to it. It's popping now. She's been doing it for a few years. Now they got it in Harlem and Brooklyn, mm-hmm. where on first day of Kwanzaa, she sets up team leaders, everything. You start, you get a little group, you get your bands, and okay. you basically go around Brooklyn or Harlem now. And on the night of, you go with your group from bar to bar or lounge, black establishments only. So all the black establishments are part of this. They all set up, sign up for it, say, okay, we'll allow for it to happen without without place. And you just hop around supporting the black establishments only mm-hmm. for Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's way to dope. really get that's into. Dope. So and this know. funny thing, I heard about it, but you know, I'm not a, a much of a. I don't go out much. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like that married dude. So this will be like, a good thing though for someone who does go. Yeah, this will be a good thing because you know it starts like you know evening time, early evening. No, that, you know, you could be out not, by eleven, twelve, amazing. and be home, but you just go amazing. around. So supporting black businesses is how we can get into it. You know, like Cliff said, the banks, the bars, the lounges. You know, we're spending our money all the time, right? We have no choice. We got to spend money, so we're not go to support our own. Yeah, if if you can find things, the products that are worthy of it, you know what I mean? That yeah, That's up to par. And you I want to further reiterate what you're saying. To me, it's just like, you know what? I try my best, I always say, to try to find a way to spend you know, my money with a black business. Mm-hmm. Even if you're going to spend your money outside of a black business, stuff like that, you got to hold that company, that brand responsible mm-hmm. to spend some of that money back into your community. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. if they straight up be like, no, yeah. and don't spend that kind of money, then it's just like, yo, you literally... Are working against your own self interest. Yeah, yeah. What other things you think we could do to like help us be more comfortable with our image and, and building? You our know, um, like going back to like you know when we as kids we used to go to town halls. <clears throat> I don't see the town halls no more. So mm. maybe like taking our open up spaces and you know people like you know you could start our own town hall in your own community. You know, buy a space, whatever, get a couple people to invest, and then you know. Teach the kids what's going on besides what's going on. Not the 28 days you get in Black History Month in school. Mm. Could bring in. I think every you know community should open up the town halls and yeah, get people to you know to volunteer and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. It's certain stuff in the community that. I don't I don't see them anymore. Like the after school, the good after school program, yeah, not the yeah. standard. It ain't like how I want, we, I want to take, I want to take your money and keep your kid for two hours, but I just let him I play all day. Yeah, they just wheels. run around. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about. Not being attentive. You remember to. when we went to yeah. town hall? We had like plays. 
We it was mm. it was legit, and hey, we to the, to these de- to this day, like everybody that went to it. It's funny because we you meet them be like damn you remember we used to go to town hall like it was something like you met up but you still did activities they had groups mm-hmm. they had certain things you had to do now we let we our TV raise our kids yeah TV, yeah, TV video YouTube. games YouTube yeah, and then, yeah. you know social media programs are just like right, so you know games. we're coming down with time so I want to hit the last topic and you know try to get a couple of answers then we're gonna let Steve talk more about what he got going on and where people can find him cool. so the, the topic is forbidden love right like we've all Dated someone where it's just like people didn't support that movement. So I wonder, like, you know, what happened? What mm-hmm. made you get out of it? Are you currently still in it? And the question is, have you ever chased after someone everyone around you said you shouldn't? And what, what made you stay with that person? Like, me in particular, I chased after a girl before my wife. And I tell people this, like, you know, she told me about the, the stuff that happened to her. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I just wanted to protect. I wanted to be like, even though she was, like, being shady towards me and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I was just like, she don't know what she's doing. I wanted to protect her. I was like, quote, unquote, Captain Save a hoe. Not yeah, saying yeah. she was a hoe, but, yeah. you know, that the mentality. Term, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So have you ever been with someone that people say, nah, I don't mess with her and you stay? Like, what made you stay, if you can answer that? Uh, not really. Nothing that jumps to mind where it was, like, you know, people were like adamant about it, like, yo, nah, you can't rock with it. Just, but just like certain things people would see in someone's, like, yo, you know, shorty's this, shorty's that. And I would just like turn a blind eye to it, you know, like, even like my mother one time, she's like, I don't trust her. Like, I just don't, I don't know why. I just don't trust her. So and, that person, are you still with them? Nah, nah. Your mother's vibe was right? It, it turned out to be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mother never lies. Mother always yeah, knows. What about you? What about you? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of times where people will tell you, give you certain advice, right? But I think you got to take in the judgment and, and handle the situation. Because even with my wife, nobody thought, everybody didn't think she was great for me, what you call it. And, you know, she got an attitude, what you call it. We have a beautiful daughter and stuff now. But, you know, I know she had, she was a good person and the attitude part, you know, you could fix it up over time. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes people just be like, yo, nah. This ain't this ain't it, but you mm. got to make a, that judgment call to say you got to go with your gut feeling, see yeah, how you, you can turn around it. the situation because that same person give give you that advice. That person, he or she is not happy. Mm-hmm. She could just be doing that because yeah, you used to be to go get it popping, man. Now you got this person, you're not making the same moves, or she's not making the same moves. Yeah, and you know, misery love company. So that's true. So yeah. a lot of I the times, feel like the people who's giving you the most advice about don't do this, don't do that. A lot of the their t- relationship situation be crazy. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of yeah. a lot of the times you gotta you gotta do your research to say you know what I do value. What this person's saying because he's a dear friend or he's mm-hmm. a dear family mm-hmm. member to me too, but it's my decision at the end, and I learned that through the years of experience, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it it takes time, so a lot of times you could take advice to a certain extent, but it's you got to make the final decision. And that's why so, I tell people all the time when I give them the advice, I always yeah. end by saying that like yeah. it's still your life, you still you gotta yeah. live with it. You gotta be it. that you know final yeah. say. So. Yeah. so the next question is: Have you ever dated someone who was involved, and what was your expectations? I've, I've to me, I don't like messing up happy homes kind of situations mm-hmm. but i also felt like especially in my younger days like yo if she's entertaining me mm-hmm. dude's not doing something yeah. right so i don't care as a married person though i is this like to me i would never talk to another married person <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta, now I gotta, you're married you're like oh, you know <laughs> but when you're in the, when you're in the young dating the trenches, levels yeah. like, yo, gotta, he ain't my man effort. yeah right i don't owe that nigga nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> So what do you think? Have you ever dated someone in a situation? I, and what was your expectations? I did, I did unknowingly one time, and knowingly, like, 
like one time like she, she dead ass hit the shit like you know, <laughs> you know i was like really young that back yeah. then and you know i found i was like yo what the she's like nah i'm trying to leave him i was like nah i'm good yeah. and you know that was that and then another time like knowing me i was just like i don't know what we doing like you know but it's just like you said like the vibes and everything was just like was cool yeah. but it never went any further than that because i always know like she got that person and yeah. it's just not gonna you, you also know what kind mean? of there's, there's a there's a terminology how you get them is how you lose them. Yeah, so yeah. you always will be paranoid. Yeah. Like I dated a girl who was bisexual for a short time. And mm. She was sexy and I was so attracted to that and stuff like that. But then I was always paranoid. Like, <laughs> like it's scooped up. By it's the homegirl the the in the box? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. What about like, you? Yeah. Have you ever dated someone who was involved and what was your expectation? Oh, not dating somebody, but my name in college used to be AB. Just another, another body. Just another body. Another Andrew, body. Just another body. <laughs> Andrew Bynum. Just another yeah, body. Just so, in college, what's crazy was I was smashing this girl who man was in the military. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, that story that, broke yeah, my heart. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then she was on news. Yeah. She was telling the news. Part. news? Yeah, part. I was smashing her like all through. I used to go to because we didn't have wire in my, in my dorm, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I used to go to a house. She used to, you know. We do, we do. I used to watch the wire. I wasn't even into it. The wire. I, I, I literally got it. Okay. Tell them real quick what so, happened. Yo, so we, one day I'm watching TV. I turn. And she's getting married to this dude. And I'm like. On this? the TV? You watching the joint? He's, he's taking too it much time on TV? to tell you. She's taking too oh, much time. Oh, snap. She's at the news. She's at the airport receiving her, 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 her man who was in the military. Saying, oh, this so like time has seen her. Yeah. <laughs> And we're getting married and stuff like that. I'm like, Damn. dude. And Cliff's in the crib sick. Listen, this dude is sacrificing but his yeah. life overseas nah. while his wifey's out Over here, here being getting a smart. In. It's crazy, man, how that happens, yeah. though. All right, so Max, this last question, then we got to wrap up, right? So have you ever dated someone who was a loser in life but was so attractive? Like, you know yeah. this person ain't yeah. ish, but they so sexy and they got good sex. So yeah. have you ever, and how did that end up? So. Answer quickly. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was when I was younger. So at that time, I wasn't, you know, like really checking for like real stability stat. But I just knew like this could be, this could never go any yeah. further. So it yeah. was kind of like in the moment, but enjoying that it. a lot of people's baby moms, though. That, no, that, it says that you can't get caught slipping. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I wrap up. Everybody think they got to pull out game until they pull out game uh, yeah, fell. Pull game strong, right? <laughs> what about you? I ain't never dated nobody like that. Like I said, my, in my, my younger days... I, I never date nobody like you know, dating like in a relationship wise or just screwing around. Dating, nah. I yeah, I never seriously dated anybody. Yeah, no, seriously. I I spent a lot of time and energy with with females just to have somebody around mm. that I knew wasn't going to be the future, and you know, yeah. it worked out that we never had a future yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? So you mean slip? That's gonna be the end of our episode. I'd like to thank Stephen for coming Man, through. Thanks for having me, guys. But I also want to give him up. You know. A minute to to shout out what he got going on and, and yeah. Well, going. you can find me at i Stephen St Pierre on Instagram, okay. uh, Twitter, official Stephen St Pierre on Facebook. Um, like I said before, I do sketch comedies at the Pit, the People's Improv Theater. I'm part of the house sketch team there, so we do sketches on Tuesday nights. Okay. It's free. Where, where is that at? It's on 24th Street in uh, Madison. Okay. It was totally free. Mm-hmm. Tuesday nights, just come through and watch some sketch Which comedy. That could seven, be a nice seven, little seven, cheap date. You do that first, and then you go <laughs> out and get some drinks or yeah. something like that. Um, People be on a budget because yeah. that taxi from once is gone. No, yeah. You got to go back to your regular. There's a bar. Life. There's a bar in there too. You have a couple of drinks, hang out. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, um, we got the New York premiere for a feature film on Wednesday that I'm in called Convicted. 
So it's oh, wow. pretty dope. It's pretty dope, you know, by a guy who, um, you know, he got locked up because his boy kind of did him dirty. Now he's oh, trying to come to back out that. to like connect with his daughter and stuff, but then he's getting caught up in the game a little bit because his boy is trying to put him back in, and this detective is using him to get back at the boy, like at his boy. Film. So wow. that's um at uh, the New York film, the New Filmmakers New York Film Festival on Wednesday night at. 9.30 it's the film. You come at 7 and watch the rest of the film, but our film's at 9.30 on Wednesday at Anthology Film Archives. And I got my own short film that I wrote, directed, and started in last year. Um, I filmed it. I'm in editing right now called Corey. Um, about a young man whose wife battles drug addiction and he fights to protect his daughter and stop the cycle from happening to, wow. to her. When you're done with that, you got to let us know. And you got to come back home. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. What, what about you? What do you mean? I'm just, you know, I, honestly, I just, um, I went to church with my mom. You know, I like to spend some time with her. It was just, it was just a great service. I want to talk about that. Beautiful. And then he was talking about, the preacher was talking about overcoming, you know, just overcoming things and just, you know, let the past be the past, you know. Sometimes mm. you, you put yourself in certain situations and you don't understand why you go through them. Yeah. But it's how you fight and overcome the yeah. situations, how you get better. And that was, it was one of them things I needed today. You know nah, how you, you go you to hear it, it you be like, and Yo, you know I needed I that. They know my life. So, <laughs> like, so that's, my life. I mean, you know, I'm not saying I'm 100% all the way in, but, you know, I'm trying to lead my life into mm -hmm. just being very, very spiritual because... Trust me, when when I put God in my life first, and a lot of good, good things, things have come to me, yeah, and that's what's up, and that's a testament to my mom. That's what's up. Yeah, you know, this is the last thing I'm gonna say before we head out, and just like you know, victory team. Uh, I was in church. One of the, the topics was like victory posse. Like you gotta find people around you who not only lift you up, but they're proud to shout out what you got going Definitely. on. And, and they don't have no vested interest. They just want to see you win. Mm -hmm. I feel like we, we have so many people around us who, who's only around us when we popping, but yeah. when we not popping, yeah, yeah. it's hard to find that's them. True. And then when you build some momentum, all of a sudden, like, yeah, that's my man yeah, from back in the day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now you're trying to claim that ricochet energy. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying like, yo. And it's not authentic. Of, it's not genuine. Be part of people's victory team even when it's just Early. you watching them. And yeah. you share their stuff. Yeah, yeah. Come out to support that's their film festival. Yeah, yeah. Like that's you can because we need that energy, right? Because you need a victory team. Definitely. And like I always tell people, chase your legacy and not liabilities because all of that stuff just goes away. And we out. Blessings. Peace. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kinda sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo.